0: play the fucking intro
1: this is Destin. and i'm chris and this is slc Punkcast. cast yeah this
0: is episode 66 special edition 0.5 ish
1: why is it special, Bruce? We're gonna
0: do all sorts of stuff with Rad Girlfriend Records.
1: Yes, so we, we spotlighted Horn and Hoof Records a while back. Right. Uh, we want to get into spotlighting some other independent labels, and right. Rad Girlfriend was tops of our list to go to, and uh, that's what we did, man. We picked a whole bunch of tracks from Rad Girlfriend Records, yeah. And then we wanted to interview a band on Rad Girlfriend Records, and I, you know, I really liked the Raging Nathans. I reached out there first, unbeknownst to me unbeknownst. or Chris
0: no we had no clue what was gonna happen yeah
1: josh of the raging nathans also runs the label pretty rad for rad girlfriend so the interview that's coming up is gonna be pretty rad (laughs) chris we're gonna jump right into some music dustin
0: rad girlfriend records you can find them at radgirlfriendrecords.bandcamp.com there's all sorts of things there all their old stuff new stuff your stuff my stuff his stuff and her stuff you can find all sorts of great stuff there they're out of Dayton, Ohio.
1: Yes. That's where a lot of bands are from, but not all the bands. Chris, right. first up, who do we have?
0: First track, we're going to play School Damage with We're
1: Dying Dudes. New track, too. This, this is, yeah. came out August 20th.
0: Yeah, just came out August 20th on the album Hello Crew World. You can find them on Twitter at School Damage, on Instagram at School Damage, and on Facebook Dustin at School Damage. They're from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yes, sir. Tell me what you think.
1: Chris, school damage. What do you think of school damage? Yeah,
0: I got a cool sound, uh, kind of a sarcastic vocal coming across there. Um, and Dustin, uh, you can find their, uh, they got a band camp page, all sorts of great stuff.
1: There. Rad Girlfriend has a band camp page. You can find all this stuff on the Rad Girlfriend How band I camp page. I mentioned that already. I know, I'm saying everything. Everything oh, well, yeah. we're playing I, is going to be on that I band just camp page. You know, the, they do also
0: have one. It's kind of like a their own thing, I guess. I don't know. Gotcha.
2: <laughs>
0: personal interest for the band on their uh, facebook page is a uh, it's getting weird
1: getting weird is the personal interest. getting weird is okay <laughs>
0: Hate to
1: check out the album cover
0: yeah it's like kids on like a
1: roller coaster roller
0: coaster i was gonna say ferris wheel what the fuck yeah but, one has like a skull face it's fucking creepy dude right
1: <laughs> It's a weird background like a weird magenta pink yeah yeah purple are playing or
0: playing with rat bones and bakeman's theory um and uh on october 12th and i can't tell where that is it's like in europe somewhere dude oh cool Feel milan, good maybe
1: nice is that milan
0: fuck dude
1: well chris it, the next four tracks
0: are
1: part of a four it's a four-way split four-way, four-way split, split yeah. volume two all yeah. four of these are off the same four-way split chris picked this chris talk about it yeah so it's this it's
0: chris barrow's band and then we're gonna also play again. man no fraud a good day for a gun they're in this four-way split i got turned on four-way splits by you there was one that you sh- that we played on our show, and I was like, "Fuck, I want to find other four way splits." And it just happened. I found one from Rad Girlfriend, and I we had already been kind of talking about building this episode. And I was like, "Oh, here, here, here," you know. Right. So yeah, man, I just I think it's cool that you get it's like a sampler, right? Um, but you get good music out of it too, and you get an opportunity to hear somebody. Uh, this is Armageddon, man. A total blackout. The four way split came out last year in May. Um, on Twitter, you can find Armageddon Man, Armageddon at Armageddon. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, Chris Barrow's Sorry, Band. Chris Barrow's Band, sorry. On Facebook at
1: Chris Barrow's Band from St. Petersburg, Florida. Yes. The split, like I said, came out May 6th, 2017. And this track is Born Old. Let's check it out. I did not do the thing they did. How about that? How
0: about that? French sound right here, huh? Right, for sure. Were you fucking listening to Smells Like Teen Spirit? I <laughs> know
1: Alright, that's Chris Barrows, man. We're gonna hear Chris Barrows later on in the show. We'll talk about it then. Right. This is Armageddon Man with Total Blackout. Tell me about it, Chris.
0: Yeah, Total Blackout's for that four-way split. You can find them on Twitter at Armageddon a one on Instagram at Armageddon underscore man underscore band on Facebook at Armageddon Man FL. They are from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Everybody awesome. in the split are from Florida. Yes. Very cool. Uh, yeah, hardcore, let's go.
1: I should man. have prefaced this at the beginning of the show. Not every one of these bands are on the Rad Girlfriend's label. They might be on oh, some I other label. I didn't
0: realize that.
1: Yeah, some of them are. Uh, you know, especially some of the bands that are in splits. You know, one of the bands is, one of the bands isn't. But a lot right. of these are just distributed through. So you're gonna, you can buy everything at Rad Girlfriend. Most of the bands are on Rad Girlfriend, though.
0: Right, Armageddon Man. You can find their bio on their uh, on their YouTube page. Barney Rebel Forty. Uh, and it's, it's Armageddon and War on Women uh, that's, that's the, there's a link to it from their uh, Facebook page there check that out, it's pretty interesting hometown South Florida, they are a punk band let's go what
1: the fuck? this track is short one Chris No Fraud but Trendy Fuck
0: yeah man, off the split, Instagram at No Fraud 83, on Facebook at No Fraud, and they are from Venice Beach
1: November
0: 11th, they'll be at the Orlando Punk Rock Flea Market Live, bro.
1: Cool. I bet they play that track. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is F. They're on the four-way split. The last track up the four-way split. Good Good day day for for a gun. gun.
0: Yeah, there it is. uh, On Twitter, at F Punk Band. On Instagram, at F underscore official band page. And on Facebook, at F official page. They're from Miami, Dustin.
1: Yes, they are. Another Florida band, maybe that's what the F stands for.
2: Uh-huh. It's a good thing for a
1: Tell me about F, Chris.
0: Fucking, they're out right now, dude. They're playing the 239 Punk ska Reggae Fest. Uh, they're playing the Punk ska festival, and uh, they're Ballbusters on Parade in November. They got a lot going on, man. And um, fucking go check it out if you're in Florida, I guess. Because I'm not. Fuck. Legendary Florida punk rock band, Dustin. They're touring and promoting their ninth full-length album, "Live to Kill." <laughs> new, new EP. There it is, right there on the old Bandcamp page, Dustin. You can buy all of their music ever for thirty-four bucks.
1: Hell yeah, it's a good deal. Uh, all five, been around all five
0: long? of their fucking releases, dude. This album, "Live to Kill," nine bucks, dude.
1: Sonic Rock. My I'm so lost Woo! Chris, next up we have the Spears. Speaking of Chris Barrows, Chris Barrows Chris is Burrows. also the singer for the Spears. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> so Chris Barrows band we played Born Old. The Spears we're gonna play Born Bad. Oh uh, shit. Well done. Off the album, Ghosts.
0: Hey, you can find them on Facebook at the Spears Rule. They're from St. Petersburg because we've already said that, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, about Chris Barrow's band, yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. So uh yeah, check them out lot of that '77 sound with the dun 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 right? Right. And you hear that with a lot of that '77 sound, where it's very like, uh, you know, it's an affront, right? It's an attack on you, and you know, it's fucking good, man. You know, it's a a unique way to, you know, it's punk rock, man. It's fucking pure punk, right?
1: Right. Kind of has that surf punk mixed in there at the end, huh? A second ago? A little bit of that, yeah.
0: Right there? Right there, where he, on that solo, where you getting that high. That's good. Ghosts, huh? Yeah, name of an album. And it's like it got released and that was about it. Nothing after they were like, hey, uh, Ghost is coming out soon. They posted that in December. So it's like Red Girlfriend must have been like, hey, we're releasing this. Hey, this sounds like a pretty good little track right here. What do you got?
1: The Ridiculouses from the album. This is a punk band. You want what we're on? It's a short one. We'll talk about it in a second.
0: yeah, hey man, uh, playing a quick one there, huh? Ridiculousness, uh, this is a punk band. It's one
1: of uh, the bands that Josh, we're going to be coming up here in a second to talk to Josh, but it's one of his bands, he was in that band, and he was in the Raging Nathans, he was in the Dopamines, he's in Rad Company, he's been in a few of the bands we're going to be playing on this episode.
0: Hospital job, Dustin.
1: The album's Haze Like Me. The track's called Darts, and it was released this year, May 4th of this year, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's, here, oh, yeah. Spring here's our Lillinois. new
0: record they fucking posted on fucking Facebook. Oh, yeah. Here's our new record. Like, fucking didn't know it was coming or something. It's pretty funny. September 1st, yeah? Uh,
1: the date showing on Rad Girlfriend's Bandcamp shows May 4th. Came I together. think some of the dates show earlier than I've seen Posts for some of these albums. They show earlier on the Rad Girlfriend Bandcamp. Hot Wings are listed as their influence. Hot Wings? Yeah. Cool. These guys are on Instagram at Hospital Job and on Facebook at Hospital Job Two One Seven, Springfield, Illinois.
0: Got done playing a little tour, huh? Yeah. September six, seven, and eight, Chicago, Columbus, Dayton. The
1: Raging Nathans and the Drowns out of Seattle just played together like a couple weeks ago. We're gonna talk about that in the interview for a brief moment. Very cool. That was fucking cool. Right? Cool sound. Whatever they were making that with.
0: You hear that? You, have the, you hear the backing of it? Yeah. Backing. kind of thing. I don't know how I feel about that all <laughs> I do like the band name hospital job yeah
1: yeah uh. all right chris we have reached the raging nathans this is a short one it's the last track off uh no sorry i'm getting ahead of myself yeah you this are. this is off of the the self-title f- the first seven inch this one is nothing nice so we're gonna play once a little older then we'll get the cheap frame so let's check out nothing nice
0: Do whatever I want. Fuck Chris. Appreciate you listening to the show. Raging Nathan. Oh shit! Yeah, we turned this one the fuck up. it in This came out about a year ago. Off the album Sleep Brain. We really like the Raging Nathan. They're kind of what brought us to looking into Rat Girl. Fucking go, dude.
1: This is the one. This is holding it in. This is the last track of the Cheap Frame yeah, I was gonna talk
0: about it, but I was like, "Holy shit, that's the uh,
1: perfect." We're gonna listen to this, and uh, interviews it's coming up next. Over. That was holding it in. I'm joined now by Josh, the Raging Nathans. Josh, how you doing?
3: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Great. Thank you for joining me on the show. Chris is unable to attend this time. What have you guys been up to?
3: Uh, well, we've been we've been putting out a lot of records. <laughs> yes. Uh, we were touring a lot. I, I I'm I'm going through some a little bit of a, some things at home. I, I I was trying to sell my. We bought a new house. My wife and I did, and and. We're, tr- we're trying to sell the old one and we hadn't and you know i had some things go wrong so i actually we had a tour set up in november for um the east coast with uh this band aerial salad from the uk and actually i had to cancel it because i, I have to be home until my i get all this stuff worked out but yeah we were touring a lot man we went to europe twice um over the summer and um we were just kind of doing stuff nonstop but yeah we have a bunch of records out at the plant right now and um it just taking a little break from touring and playing shows and things like that gives us an opportunity to um we've got a different lineup right now and it's really solid i'm really happy with it and we're just kind of gonna start you know i sent them i sent them about seven songs today some demos that we're going to start start working on and yeah, so just constantly writing and recording and um, doing whatever I can.
1: <laughs> Great. Well, Josh, you're joining me. Tell me who is unable to join. That's part of the
3: Raging Nathans right now. Well, it could be any number of people. Um, you know, first is uh, Nick Nick Hamby. Um, Nick is one of the original guys, and he played drums in the band for a long time, and then he. Um, but, you know, he, he, writes, he writes a bunch of songs, too. So, like, our goal was always to move him up to second guitar. And that's where he's at now. But he's not here. And then um, right now um, the band is me, Nick, Patrick, uh, who's in Cincinnati, and uh, our, uh, a guy named Christian. And he's – I don't know what he's doing. But there's also uh, Derek who plays with us sometimes Derek um writes songs for the raising nathans he was the original bass player jared wrote songs for us he was our last bass player he just he's kind of taking a break right now he uh you know we had been touring together on and off for you know 10 years and i think uh, i don't know whether it was <laughs> probably, he probably just needed a break for me honestly um so he's uh he's in Columbus right now. We're I you know we're we're based out of Dayton. So yeah, there's a couple of people that aren't here, but those are uh, <clears throat> four or five of
1: them. Well, there's sounds like there's a, a few guys that kind of come and you know do a thing, and then maybe some other guys. And sounds like you might be a little further apart. You know, Columbus, Dayton, Cincinnati. How close are, is Dayton to Cincinnati to Columbus? How far are these guys traveling to be apart?
3: Oh well, Cincinnati's uh you know. 45 minutes away. I, I play in a band called the Dopamines also. So like, I mean, I was heading down there, you know, when we were doing that last record, I was down there like twice a week sometimes. So that's not too bad of a haul. Um, Patrick's really good about it. He's, he's been really enthusiastic about playing. So when we do get together or play shows, you know, he'll come up, you know, I, I honestly, and then Jared, Jared's in uh, Columbus in about an hour and 10 15 minutes away but when we were practicing and stuff like that with jared when he was in columbus because he would he used to live in dayton also so like he would go back and forth and um you know we would go there one week he would come another week but like i fucking hate practice you know what i mean And it's like <laughs> I, I i don't want to do it i, I like what i want to do is like get together and write new songs but most of the time, it's like, you know, that's not really how we operate. It's like most of the time, one of us has a song and, you know, me or Nick or Derek or Jared would come with a song and be like, okay, let's, you know, let's work this out or we send them to each other. And most of the time we would get together, it's because we have a fucking show or something or like, you know, we're about to go on tour and then, you know, we have to run through a set to make sure that we're on point or whatever. But like, as for practicing... It doesn't happen a whole lot. Like, trying to get together with these guys at least once a week, starting now to kind of work on this new whatever we're going to do. But, yeah, fuck practicing.
1: (laughs) I don't blame you. So tell me about when the band started. How did the band start? What brought you guys together? And I know I'm throwing a whole bunch of questions at you, but with all the guys that you named, there's no Nathans. So tell me about the name Raging Nathans.
3: I used to play in a band called Rad Company, which was like, if you look at back at the Rad Girlfriend stuff, Rad Company was like, you know, we put out a lot of records also. Too. We probably had like seven, seven inches or something. We did a split LP. But like, that was the first Rad Girlfriend Records release. And that was actually a second pressing of like, we just, this we had put out a record, you know, with no label or anything. We, we didn't know. So I played in a band called Rad Company and Nick played in a bunch of bands and so did Derek. And... There was this collective downtown called the Dayton Dirt Collective, and a lot of people might remember it. I mean, a lot of people. Um, I saw a lot of good bands there. A lot of people came through um, for a couple years. But anyways, we were at a show one time. I don't remember what it was, but I I walked outside and Nick and Derek were talking about the you know that they wanted to start a band and they were talking about what kind of band they wanted to to be in. And I knew them like I was friendly with them, but we weren't like tight, you know, or friends. And I I just kind of walk by and i was like hey i was like i want to be in that band and um i remember the next day we got together at Derek's mom's house in his bedroom and we wrote two songs we wrote um going down which is on the first seven inch and on the first uh, we re-recorded it for the first lp and then we wrote this song called "Stupid Girlfriend" or something. It was actually a pretty good song, but that was like there's this like demo that that's floating around like from 2010, and it was just like a bunch of CDRs. Nick has one that has a couple of songs on it that no one's probably ever heard. And then and then even bef- and then after that, there was like before that demo came out, there was like MySpace. And on the Raging Nathans MySpace, there was like this whole other demo that had like a bunch of songs on it, like five songs. I can't even remember anymore, but there's like some lost Nathans songs somewhere. They weren't very good, but... um, (laughs) It sounds like like... you guys
1: have done a lot. You know, I'm looking over your release history as the Raging Nathans, because it sounds like you personally have done quite a bit as well on top of this, but you had your 7-inch EP, so just the Raging Nathans EP that came out in 2012, and then you had a few tracks on Jukebox Records single series from 2014.
3: That was that was Dave. This guy Dave Eck from Lucky Lacers. He's he's a really kind of uh, famous, great guy for he cuts all the lacquers for our records. But he you know he he works you know for all these um, record labels and cuts records, and and he's an interesting guy. And he had done a series for about two years where he would like, it was like a subscription 7-inch series where he tried to release one per month and I think he did a really good job for two years and then I, I, something happened where he stopped doing it but the first one was a Rad Company 7-inch that Dave had done and then the next year he'd done a uh, Nathan 7-inch so yes, that, that was the second 7-inch that we did
1: Nice, well then you followed it up with looks like your first full length and that was losing yeah. it uh, in 2014 and then you guys did quite a series of splits you did splits and two tracks on all of them with the slow death nobody's wonk unit rad company which is uh just another one of your bands pizza tramp and then it looks like you guys have uh another split coming out soon right
3: yeah we have a couple we well we have a split with the parasites coming out we have a split with um, John Cougar Concentration Camp coming out. Those are both at the plant right now. And then actually, we also have a collections LP coming out um, that has an unreleased song from the Cheap Fame recording session on it. That there's a, there's like a music video for it. This guy, our, our friend from Vacation, Evan Wolf, um, made a really really rad video for it. And so we're just kind of we're we're kind of waiting. So it's got every seven inch song on it and like a couple covers like we from for, for our wedding we sent out we did a seven inch that um you know of like four or five different bands all doing like covers of love songs and um we were on there and we, we covered uh, i need you around i think by the smoking club so there's some like you know there's some we, we covered an iron when, when um when rob from iron Sheik died you know we were friends and we, we had covered um wolf dick's road by iron Sheik just for to uh raise some money to help with his family and so you know we we never really put that out or anything we just kind of put it on on band camp for a few days and so there's some songs that will be on there that that probably no one's ever heard and then you know seven inches fly under people's radar man so we we thought that the singles lp would be a good idea because it'll look like a new lp and if anyone ever missed the nobody seven inch or like whatever you know they'll have all those songs
1: but are all of those original tracks meaning you know the stuff on the nobody split you're only going to find there the stuff on the Rad company split you're only going to find there the stuff on the pizza tramp split you're only going to find there until that uh, collections lp comes out is that is that the case
3: yeah as of right now like you know one of our big things was that we're guilty of it twice like we never wanted to re-record anything. It was like, I know so many bands that take songs from 7 Inches and put them on LPs. Right. And, you know, we we really, really, really wanted not to do that. We did it with Going Down, and we did it with Bartending the Funeral, each, you know, respective LP. But, like, uh, yeah, so we really didn't want to do that. So, uh, other than those two songs, everything is unique to those 7 Inches. And while, you know, and... man i kind of i don't know i feel like i made a mistake by like you know i put all those seven inches up on spotify and Bandcamp and everything it's like maybe i should have just waited until um you know it all came out as a collections lp but i don't know whatever i I, I, if someone likes the band i want them to have access to the music you know right you know any way that they can and so yeah that makes sense
1: that's that's a great way to do it and for anybody else that may come across you guys after Cheap Frame came out, or maybe they saw you on one of your tours or over at Rebellion Festival or something like that, and they don't already have those, when you release that singles collection,
3: that'll be a great one for them to pick up. Yeah, I think inevitably there's like out of all those records, you know, that we've put out, it's, you know, songs or whatever, there's definitely stuff that people have not heard. Like I said, if they wanted, if they wanted to dig hard enough, they'll find it all. It's, it's all online but you know but like people who buy records you know like old school heads it's like yeah i, I think it's cool and, and and all the songs on those collections though, are you know, getting um are getting like remastered you know to, for for vinyl and digital and so it'll it'll sound i think it'll sound better than the original song did, you know
1: you started with rad company and around that time you started Rad Girlfriend Records, correct?
3: Well, not nah, Rad Company. We started Rad Company in two thousand and seven. I think that's the first seven inch came out in two thousand and nine. And then, you know, I, I forget sometimes that that band toured quite a bit. Like we, I made most of my friends, you know, and, and connections and people that I know through touring on that those first Rad Company tours. Um, Jared was in Rad Company originally, who who you know is on some of the nathan's records and yeah so that happened And then 2011 was when we started rad girlfriend and at that point rad company was still we were still recording stuff and putting things out so we were a band for about five years before the record label
1: so you've had the label since 2011 is that and then being in the various bands that you're in including the raging nathans is that like a full-time gig
3: for you i mean it, it always is you so, know the thing with the label is like well, we don't make any money, dude. It's like, I'm like sure <laughs> every every dollar that we, if we were smarter about it, we could have. And and if I had had, if I was better at, uh, at accounting and keeping records and and just not so, I was very very gung ho about everything. You know, I wanted to put out as much shit as possible, good stuff, as quick as I could, so I could build. The idea was for us we wanted to build up a catalog so um we could trade with other labels and you know and build up a distro pretty quick and um get our records out there but you know had i had i been smart and just put out one record and then tried to recoup the money and then you know and, and continued like that you know things may have been different but that's just not who i am that's not how, how i operate it's not how brandy operates and we just kind of go you know full force into anything and you know we 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 come up with the money we the distribution aspect of it helped a lot you know we we got screwed with a distribution deal you know kind of in the beginning and and then we just got fucked like we weren't seeing any money and we were kind of losing a lot of our product and then we have one now that that seems to be working well for us but you know between the bands like I've played you know, I played in the Queers, the Slow Death, the Dopamines, the Raging Agents. I mean, there's a whole bunch of bands I played in that have opened a lot of doors for me. And what's you know, a lot of what's kept the label up right now is you know, you know, Asian Man let us reissue you know the Queers catalog. Joe Queer and the Asian Man record label. You know, let us kind of reissue the, the catalog on CD. And so the, the distributors have been taking a lot of the queers, old queer CDs. And that has been, a you know, a steadier source of income for us. So we're able to, you know, they're just little things that we got lucky with, man. We got lucky with this, you know, I think the 10th release or 11th release was like, you know, Mass Intruder's first split 7 with the Turkletons. And that you know that was good for us. It got our name out there. And you know, seven so inches don't, don't make a ton of money, but you know, the dopamine record obviously was was good for us. But yeah, it's a full time gig, dude. I mean, it's like, but but you, you, you do it because you love it, and you do it because you love punk rock first right. and foremost. I mean, it's like if you can't, it, it, if that's not your goal. You know, it, it, there's it's just a lot of business for you because it's super stressful. It's not like, you know, I, I'm constantly worrying. Like right now, I got four records of the plant that have been there for like four months. And I don't know what the holdup is, but it's like I got pre-orders out, I got people's money. And like, you know, there are times where I get really frustrated, you know, and, I, and I'm like, I worry about all this sort of bullshit. And like what I realize is stop because you, you're not doing this to make money. You know, it's like, yeah, it would be great to, like, turn a profit and make a million bucks, but, like, that's not what I'm doing It's not what I did it in the first place. And, you know, I, I remember one time I was, like, freaking out about something, and Brandy was like, she was like, listen, you know, do you love doing this? And I was like, yeah. She was like, so fucking chill out. You know what I mean? And that, that, that always, you know, she's always there to, like, put me in perspective when it comes to shit like that, because, you know, I, I, I know, I, I know guys that have sold tons of records, man, and that's, I'm not sure that's, like, even where i want to be at like you start selling you know tens of thousands of records and like then you're getting into legal territory and like you know what i'm saying like crazy shit you know it's like things part of like the music business that i don't really want to be a part of i don't want to deal with business you know i want to i want to deal with like punk rock and and like everybody that i work with are friends most everybody you know i've had problems with two two bands you know or something in in the hundreds of bands that we've worked with you know well that's awesome that's good odds yeah it's not bad but it's like you know you don't i don't want to start getting into fucking markets and money and this and that you know it's like listen i'll do my 500 run lps and you know if there's some money we'll we'll, we'll work it out but like once you start getting to really selling records like you know moving units Fucking shit like that, you know. You don't want to. I'm. I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm happy with my little place in the punk rock world when it comes to, um, the record label. You know.
1: Right. And that's cool. I mean, I think running an independent label's got to be a labor of love. And I'm sure that it helps that you play in, a handful of bands as it is anyway. And I think those bands are successful. You know. I don't know about as far as money goes, but as far as getting out there, bands you get to play with, playing shows, going to play shows where so many people are going to see you on other parts of the world that in and of itself is a success
3: absolutely i mean you know there's always i'm a very critical person and i'm critical of myself i'm I'm critical of others i there's aspects of it that i wish i could do better or differently but you know when it comes down to it man it's all you know it's all about working hard and 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 a lot of it's just luck dude you know it Some bands, I've seen some bands, like, blow up just because they were in the right place at the right time, you know, and I've seen great bands struggle, you know, and and they'll never get anywhere, but they're killer bands, and it's, you know, and it's the same with the label. I mean, sometimes you get a record that blows up, you know, sometimes you think a record's going to sell, and it doesn't, and it's just, you just have to remember why you're doing it, and, you know, I do it because I love punk rock music, and I love punk rock, and I love my friends um, that I've made through it and I like being a reliable person I like being somebody that some you know a band can count on to put out a record you know if they need it or or whatever it's like I'm very upfront about what we do it's like we don't you know I can't give you any money I can't provide you tour support but it's like listen you want to put out a record like I'll get you some records you know we can do that
1: you know I think it's a community as it is anyway and, and there's those sayings about you know you can't you know, it takes a, a village to, to raise somebody and maybe that's how it is with the punk rock community. There's not one person out there that's just gonna, you know, pick you, take you by the hand and guide you through your punk rock career. It's gonna be you know, a variety of places, but that's the great thing about the community, the punk rock communities. Obviously what you're doing is fantastic, offering the, the means for people to put their music together because, you know, people tour. When Raging Nathans, they came through in February. You know, if you guys didn't have music that I could get digitally or on a CD or on a record, I'd hear you one time and then that, that'd be it. So what you provide is a, a fantastic service and, you know, it takes a lot of people to make that stuff happen, the tours, the merch, and all the other things that go along with it.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, you just, the, the urge has to be there to do good man i can't tell you how many bands i know it's like they just don't do shit and it's like you know hey man you know i, I some people think I, I have this guy in cincinnati i, I you know i thought i was a, being a fucking dick but you know he came up to me and he was like and this is ha- this happens a couple times actually he was like you know well, what do i gotta do to, to, to get a record out on rad girlfriend and, and but the guy had an lp right like his band had already pressed their own LP. I was like, well, what do you want my help for? I was like, you, you have, you guys did the right thing. Like, you guys pressed your own LP, and not only that, but like, no one's, no one's telling you what to do. Like, you know, I'm not taking any copies. Like, you know, you, I'm not, I don't have your digital. Like, you did the right thing. Like, what do you want from? Like, well, I want the reach. And I'm like, the reach, like, dude, I fucking sponsor Facebook posts. What do you mean reach? Like, I tore my ass off. Like, it's not like, you know. It's not like I'm doing much more than anybody could do themselves. It's like, you know, there's an illusion that that maybe like a label. I remember, you know, to some degree there is. I remember, I, I the first record that the LP the Reggie Nathan's one. Like, you know, I I really I sent the record to Todd Conjaliere at Recess, and and he agreed to help co-release it. And I remember that was like fucking huge for me because I was a fan of the label, and I thought that it might reach you know his audience and things like that so i get it i was just in massachusetts playing right we play with this band uh, and i'm like i don't get to mention the guy's name but i was like hey he's like oh you're playing this band i'm like yeah i was like my name's josh you know i i play in um, the raging agents and he like looked at me and he was like oh like he scoffed you know like because like he's like oh like i've heard your band i don't and like i don't like it or i don't give a fuck about it and then like fucking 10 minutes later he's like he like comes over and he's like he's like so uh what's a band got to do to uh, get on your label, you know? And it's like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Like, five minutes ago, you are just like, you know, and, and I know what it is. It's like, because I'm putting out my own fucking records. I'm touring, and like, you know what? You don't have to like my band. Like, like, that is a given. Like, I don't fucking expect you to, but, you know, you don't have to be a fucking prick and then ask me what a band's got to do to, like, get on my record label because you know you've been at it for fucking 20 years and no one gives a shit about your band you know what i mean it's like right it it, it, like i get stuff like that all the time and and it's it's just like you know be cool man fucking be cool like you know i i don't really make fun of people or like bands anymore or like shit that i don't like there's like tons of fucking shit i don't listen to or like but you know what i don't rip on people anymore and i used to i used to be like really bad about it you know about you know, I I still am very particular about what I think is good and what isn't. But at the end of the day, dude, it's fucking music and it's making people happy. And and if you're playing in a band and you're having a good time, it's like nobody should take that away from you, dude. And it's like, and, or if you're a fan of music, and and you like a band, you know, even if you don't, even if I don't fucking like that band that you listen to, like, why should I rip on you for liking it You know what I mean? It's like it makes you happy. and Fucking, that's, that's what it's all about, man. This, this shit makes me happy. I don't know what I would do without the punk rock and, and, and the Raging Nathans and, and Rad Girlfriend records. I, I, I'd i be a fucking, I'd be in the gutter, dude. I mean, I was fucking wild, you know? And if I didn't have something to focus my my energy on, you know, I, I don't know where I would have ended up. I, th-
1: I think you're very lucky, you know, that you get that option. Not everybody does. And when it comes to what people like, you know, if we all liked every single band, you'd never get to hear every band. You know, there's just not enough time in a day. And so that it's great that some people like some bands more than others. And it's great that everybody has different tastes because it gives a lot of people out there some, some opportunity that otherwise might be monopolized by your green day or your like, whoever you know what i mean some blink 182 or some other band out there that at least does their part on keeping punk alive but in one sense it's like ah, you know there's so many other great bands it's great when people get to see and experience these other ones but for you you get to, yeah to the whole I, experience
3: i, mean, I agree and I, I think you know i i am lucky in that aspect but i've also sacrificed a lot, you know, and I've worked really hard to to get, you know, do some of the things I have, and I have no illusions about, like, you know, some of the opportunities I've gotten is because I've put people's records out, you know, it's like some of it's this, like, scratch your back, I'll scratch yours, you scratch my bullshit, I mean, that happens, but, like, I'll never fucking kiss ass, man, and, and, and like, that's that's one thing, it's like, you could be one of these bands that if you suck up to the right person or And that's why I just, the Nathans have always just kind of done our own thing. Cause we're not, I'm not that type of person. I'm not going to fucking kiss your ass to, to get on this big show or like whatever, man, you know, it's like, I'm going to earn everything that I get and I'm going to earn it. You know, I, I don't know. That's, that's all I can do. And bands like, you know, you talk about bands like Green Day and Blink 182. It's like, you know, nobody can take away those guys credibility as, punks or like you know what they've done you know I always talk about like um, you know I don't like Blink-182 but I I like that record Dude Ranch and I fucking I love Green Day but I was in the grocery store yesterday and I heard I heard a Green Day single off of fucking you know their last record and it just sounded like a you know like a a, a American Idol song you know and I was just like Jesus this sucks you know or it's like not that it sucks but it sucks that that's what they've become sure you know I, I mean I always point out I always loved The Offspring, and um, I still do. I just took my kid to go see them. I, you know, dude, they have the fucking all-time best-selling independent record ever. Right. That, that smash was the best-selling independent record of all time. It yeah. still is, I believe. It was on Epitaph. Yeah. You know, and it, and it sold like fucking you know ten million or fifteen million copies or something. I mean, it's crazy, and you can't take that away from them. And it's like. I don't think people should be deterred by success or absolutely or or anything like that or, or, or selling out or any of that bullshit. I mean, listen, dude, people work hard and they deserve the things that they that they work hard for.
1: Well, you guys have worked hard. How many hundreds? Or, you know, hundred or so. How many bands you've done with uh, Rad Girlfriend? You've been in a handful of bands. Uh, you're working hard and you get to do, you know, play with great shows. Uh, I, I've seen what you played recently. You guys have played with Drowns, Hospital Jobs, Some Kind of Nightmare. We've had them on the show. Iron Chic, uh 88 Fingers Louie's yeah. coming up. You know, you guys have so you like, cool
3: stuff. Here's the, thing, though. Here's, the, here's the funny thing, though. It, it, is that, like, you know how many people were at that, that Hospital Job Drowns show? Like, fucking 10. You, you know really? what I mean? It's like – Like I just got done playing sold out shows in in Canada and then I come back and I play a show for ten people and it's sometimes successful because you want people to like your band. Like I I, like I want people to like the Raging Nathans and I wanna be one of these bands, but I've also realized that sometimes it's there's no reason for it. Sometimes (laughs) bands are just fucking huge and people love them, and sometimes bands are great, and just nobody will ever know about them, and so I have to stop worrying about that, but yes, you, I mean, you're right, like getting to play with the caliber of, of bands like that, you know, is awesome, like I love right. playing with with good bands, and and uh, uh, like that, dude, that Hospital Job show with, with Drowns, Us, Hospital Job, and this band from Columbus um, called Parade Rainer, like every single band fucking killed it that night and there was like nobody got paid right the fucking you know the guy like oh well we have to take a hundred for sound and fucking door and it's like you know at the place i've worked for 10 years it's like that shit comes out of the bar like really you're gonna take the fucking door money because whatever we made the guy gave five bucks so that means that 21 people came or some shit and paid you know what i mean they're like right. not including girlfriends and band members and it's like yeah it's fucking disheartening to give fucking rounds from you know seattle or where, where the fuck they're from it's like you know give them five dollars like it's embarrassing dude you know sure. i hate doing that shit because if it was in dayton i would never let them leave with less than 100 bucks
1: well speaking of live shows tell me about rebellion festival chris and i are you know huge fans we talked about it last year we talked about the lineup this year we actually did Uh, preview so we did four different episodes preview of each day because there's so many bands so many bands we love and we included your band on the day two preview it was awesome that you guys were getting to go over to england and play so tell me about the experience chris and i live vicariously through others
3: who get to go you know we had gone we had done a uk tour Uh, like two months earlier than that with Wonk Unit, we had gone just, you know, like a 12-day tour, and it went over fantastic. But then the guy from Rebellion wanted the Dopamines to play, but they couldn't do it. And I said to him, I was like, listen, can my band play? You know, I was like, the Dopamines can't do it, but the the Nathans would really love to. And he kind of wrote me back and said, you know, listen, you know, I saw that you guys were touring with Wonk Unit, so, you know, I'm assuming, like, yeah, like, no problem, like, you can play the introductory stage and we'll give you fucking a hundred pounds or something like that. You know what I mean? And we were like, you know what? We probably shouldn't not take this opportunity. And Nick, Nick's my, main, my main guy and, and and he's always down. And, um, and so, you know, he was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. And so we booked another tour in Europe and, and the UK and, um, rebellion was at the end of the tour first day and we kind of hung out which was rad um i saw a lot of you know cool bands like i watched the buzzcocks and um there's this band called idols uh which is uh which i've grown to like i saw you know the lillingtons were were great gbh fucking killed it and saw the last resort you know nice. I, I like that. I, I like that band fucking it was kind of funny because we were walking back there and like um like, backstage, like, just, like, one big backstage that, that everybody kind of shares. And I was walking, and like, my, my dude was like, what are you, is it fucking Lars? And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, shut up, dude, like, what the fuck, what, fuck you. And then, like, I was, like, walking, and I look over, and there's, there he is, I was like, there's fucking Lars Frederickson. And it was kind of funny, because he was playing with The Last Resort, but I didn't know that, and I just got a kick out of that, and fucking, you know, I went over, and I was like, you know, I took a picture, and he just did not want to take a fucking picture. You know, and um, but like, it's kind of funny because if you look at the picture, he's like smiling, like like he's got that shit down pat, dude. Where like like he was just scowling, like he did not want to be bothered. But as soon as the fucking flash went off, it's like you look at the picture, he's he's like, it, it looks like we're we're fucking best friends, you know? It's like, damn, dude, you got that shit down. Yeah, dude, fucking, I, you know the guy from Dis, you know, Discharge was there. Fucking Anti Nowhere League, like the guy looks like fucking dog bounty hunter and shit. And he was there. Nice, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And then so when we played, which is which was the important part, which is why <laughs> why, we're <laughs> why there. you were there, right? Uh, so it was the introduction stage, and it's I think it's like right where a lot of people walked in. And so this tour, you know, let me just to say by saying you know it, it was not as well attended as the wonk unit tour you know um we had a lot of merch left over a lot of people a lot of the shows were not well attended you know and we had all this fucking merch that i didn't want to fly home with and so we get up there and by the end of the tour you know we had kind of locked in and we were really we were playing really well and we weren't like clashing with anybody And so we got up on stage, it was our turn to play, and I think the room held like 400 people or something, and it was fucking packed, dude. It was like, I looked up after the first song, and the room was fucking packed, and I was just like, and and, and we fucking killed it. And it was like, it was so natural, it was so nice to like, play a show like that, you know. I'm really nervous, I get nervous before every time I play i i my stomach hurts I fucking you know I, I I get really anxious and and it happens if i you know in in every band I've ever played in almost before every show it doesn't matter it's just like it's just who I am, you know, and I can't like let it go, but this one I was just like, you know what i like I don't know it was just it was we just went up there we fucking ripped it dude and 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 we you know like I said I'm really self critical but I know we played really well and and I was just like, you know what. I was like, we got all this fucking merch. I was like, just make us an offer and, and we'll sell I was like, give us a couple fucking quid and we'll give you whatever you want. So we went out to the merch table after we were done, dude. And I got fucking, it never happened before. I was like, dude, I've worked, I've worked merch for fucking Iron Sheik. i worked merch for like these bands that and they get mobbed, you know, and that like that happened with us. It was crazy. Like we got fucking, there was like a line of people it was just like, and for like 10 minutes we got fucking mobbed and we were just like, make us a deal. And everybody was like super fair about it, you know? It's like, I feel like that's just, like, the way I'm about to do it from now on. I'm just like, you want a T-shirt? Fucking how much you got. Because most of the time, the, you know, no one's going to be like, i got a dollar. You know what I mean? Right. And people are like, I got five bucks. And you're like, fuck it. Here, take a shirt, man. Because I'd rather have you have it than not have it. And, and I have to fly home with this shit. And fucking, we sold, we dude, we sold, like, like twelve, thirteen hundred $1,300 worth of merch and fucking, or pounds worth of merch and, like, you know. 20 minutes. It was fucking crazy, man.
1: That's awesome. That's great, actually. You know,
3: we were we were just thrilled that that so many people were receptive to us, man. I mean, it was like, you know, people don't fucking buy merch from bands if they don't like them. I mean, I, sure. I I know that for a fact. You know, unless I'm trying to be, you know, unless like I see a band played five people and they need gas money it's like yeah i'll help you out i'll buy a t-shirt but nobody here had to do that so we were really really fucking thrilled and it was and it was cool because it was like the perfect way to end the tour i went home the next day yeah it was just like we ended it on a high note and it was it was really nice that's awesome that's a great experience
1: when touring do you have anything on the horizon in the next year or so with the nathan
3: all right so we've got these two seven inches that are at the plant those should be out Shortly, the Parasites a split with Dead Broke Records and then the John Cooter concentration camp one. And then we got the, the Singles LP coming out, which, you know, is kind of important. But, you know, since I'm I, like, I don't have anything going on until the for the, until the end of the year. I got we have some local shows. I think we're going to, you know, uh, we're going to play Cleveland and Pittsburgh and like, you know, some regional shows but as for touring man I'm kind of, I'm 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 torn right now because it's like you know as much as the shit that I just talked you know it's like you know we want to go out and I'm fucking tired of playing for 10 people sometimes you know what I mean it's hard to go on tour it's like I got I got kids I got a fucking mortgage I got cars like you know and I have a wife at home who who works her ass off when I'm gone to support the house and you know we've gone out and made money and so I know that the possibility is there. We've gone out and we've had really good tours. We've gone with other bands. And and so I, I'm at this point where I don't really know what to do, man. Like, it's like, I, I, I want to tour. I love touring. It's, it's a huge part of my life. But, like, I'm not sure that I just want to go with the fucking Nathans and, and fiddle fuck around, you know, and sure. for some guy to give me fucking 50 bucks at the end of the night. You know what I mean? It's like, I, it's like that thing where I'm talking about. It, it's like a catch-22 because, like, if I wanted to fucking kiss somebody's ass and, you know, kiss the right ass, like maybe I could get on a fucking better tour or something like that. But right now, I, I I just have to focus on putting out records, writing good songs, and hoping that you know the rest will come and somebody will ask us to fucking. You know, it's like we've been wanting to play a support tour, just as like we just. You know, we're just trying to catch a break, man. I'm just trying to catch a break with the band to fucking open up for a, um, a bigger band. That's maybe our friend or something like that. That's willing to take us out. And it's like, you know, if, if we can take that opportunity and fucking crush it, you know, it's like, then other opportunities will come. And, you know, uh, like that wonk unit tour, that was a fucking perfect example. It's like, they're a really big band in England. They took us out and people paid attention to us because they're like, Oh, they're going out with wonk unit. You know, let's, let's, give them a shot and and we did a good job and so right now i don't have any plans we're not doing fest this year you know we don't we don't have anything on the horizon other than putting out records and putting out you know the just creating as much fucking music and art as we can and and and, but have it be good i mean we decided a long time ago if we keep putting out if we put out a record that's not as good as the last one stop you can't be a band for fucking 25 years and have them all be you know hits but we're, we're really focused on trying to like just keep making each record better than the last so yeah that's what's on our that, 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 that that's what's in the future is just a lot more music
1: i, I thought cheap frame was great again we've played three different tracks three different episodes from that and so this is the fourth episode you guys are going to be up there with uh, bands that have made repeats on the podcast
3: dude that's awesome man i i, I it's always funny to me because you know i'm I'm pretty modest guy like i can never tell and this is a a problem with a lot of band guys is you know if you're in a band like you you never get to hear your own band you know like from a crowd perspective or from an audience or a fan's perspective like you're listening to your songs and you've listened to them fucking 500 times and you're sick of them and you don't want to hear them. And so, anytime that somebody actually, you know, especially someone I've never met or somebody who, who you know, says to me, Hey, I really like your band or I really like your songs, like, it really, really fucking, it never gets like old or I don't want to, you know, or like some people like, you know, too fucking cool. Like, it always blows my mind, and it's always really special to me to hear somebody say that because I never really thought that anything that I was—I always thought I was just doing it for myself. And I never thought that like anybody, you know, would would care. Even though I I really do. I want you know, music has helped me immensely in my entire life, and, and like, yeah, it's it's a, it's special when somebody says, "Hey, man, I really like your band." So thank you very much because it does mean a lot to me.
1: Absolutely, Chris and I both fans. Uh, we can find you, the Raging Nathans, that is, on Facebook at the Raging Nathans, Instagram at the Raging Nathans, Twitter at Raging Nathans oh. You have a the Raging Nathans so all of your stuff's there. Where else can we find projects you're working on? The the record label. Where can we find stuff that you're doing,
3: Josh? You can go to www.radgirlfriendrecords.com. That'll take you to our store envy that'll direct you to our store envy site so like whatever we have for sale you know i think we're coming up on rgf 90 or something so we put out like 90 records in fucking seven years or something but yeah you could go there you could just fucking email (laughs) somebody (laughs) wants if somebody wants to find and talk to me i'm not too difficult to get a hold of i would love to have
1: you on the show again maybe in a few months after you guys get a few releases get your house taken care of get some more free time we'll have chris on the next time
3: sure yeah man just let me know it was a pleasure talking to you thanks for thanks for having me
1: absolutely thank you thank you for taking so much time
3: oh my pleasure dude i ain't got shit i'm just
1: well i've enjoyed it next up we're going to play teenage amnesia
2: on the street where me and my friends used to be, the house that we lived, and we're down on the ground. Sometimes I feel incomplete. I feel like I suffered the pain. But I used to try to lie.
1: teenage amnesia soft cheap frame raging nathans thanks again to josh awesome interview uh very informative looking forward to having him on the show when chris can join me for the interview right chris sorry yeah chris missed it but that that was josh of the raging nathans of the dopamines of the ridiculouses of rad company and him and brandy of rad Girlfriend. girlfriend records the Chris,
0: dopamines, Dustin. Kind of a, a well-known one, huh?
1: Yeah. We're gonna play the Queers now though.
0: Oh, okay. Why not?
1: This is a split with Chris Barrows band, talking to Chris Barrows. They're Fuck, I got
0: on the wrong page. At
1: Queers Official on Twitter, at the Queers Official on Instagram. And the Queers on Facebook, man. They're originally from Portsmouth, New Hampshire, but they're now out of Atlanta.
0: Granted. State punk rock, Dustin. Yes.
1: This is we from October 4th, New Hampshire. 2017. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Uh, this was a cover. I can't remember. Josh told me who the cover was. I forget. But this was a cover. Beat your heart out. I wish you go away.
2: you're just a victim. You're so so turn around and give me a lip Cause you're the one, I'm on it Oh baby, beat beat, beat your heart out Beat beat, beat your heart out Beat beat, beat your heart out Cause I'm in love
1: All right, Chris, that's the Queers. That was Beat Your Heart Out off that Chris Barrows split. Next up, we have a band called Brick Fight. Chris, are you in a place where you're not going to give me the wrong information? I'm in the wrong place right now. What's left is worse, Dustin. That's uh, what we should fucking call our podcast. <laughs> What's left is worse.
0: Oh, we got to call Brick Fright right now and just be like, hey, so can we borrow this? They're from Chicago, Illinois. This came out 2016. Off the album, To What End? You can find them on Twitter at Brickfight. And on Facebook app Brick Fight Fight right now on Facebook at BrickFight. Fight. They, they posted that the 54th commenter on this post is our new bass player. Brian moved to Washington. See you at practice. I am the 29th commentator. I need, I need people.
1: You want to be the bass player I for want, Brick Fight?
0: Yeah, man, I'm in. What the fuck? Okay. So, um. Brick Fight, dude. I can move to Chicago. I'll just.
1: Get on there, make a comment. Pick punk, Chris. General
0: inadequacy since 2005. Their general manager is
1: alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Sounds like a band you belong in. Can you keep up with
2: this? I don't wanna know
0: why. I don't know man. I think I can. I think I can. Okay. Well, maybe hey.
1: maybe Chris will be the, the next bass player and CJ
0: CJ from racist Kramer just made my photo his profile picture.
1: Nice.
0: Oh yeah. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Good job CJ.
1: Chris next up we have a band from South Wales in England. Called Pizza Tramp, they did a split with the Raging Nathans. Right on. This track's called Beast. This split came out October fourth, twenty seventeen. On Twitter, you can get at Pizza Tramp UK, Instagram at Pizza Tramp UK, and at Pizza Tramp UK on Facebook. It looks like Pizza Tramp Uke. <laughs> they also did uh, the Raging Nathans did a split with another band from the UK called Wonk Unit. Brickfight
0: says, "You are 42 comments too early. You have been disqualified from the race. But thank you for playing. Please try again next time." <laughs>
1: I think a different sound with Pizza Tramp, man. Uh, not since maybe like the Ridiculouses or Armageddon Man, No Fraud kind of had this kind of sound. We were. Right.
0: Kind of, kind of, I, thought, I felt like that was going to be the sound of Rad Girlfriend and kind of went a a, a more uh, skate punky place and kind of bringing it back to, the, to more of a, a hardcore sound.
1: Sure. Well, this is the Dopamines, another band Josh is in. I think uh, they're looking to put another album together, maybe. Keep our eyes on the Dopamines too Josh is a busy guy This is Business Papers The album came out February 21st, 2017 The album is called Tales of Interest And on Twitter it's At the Dopamines Instagram at the Dopamines O-H for Ohio O-H-I-O And Facebook at the Dopamines They're from Cincinnati, Ohio Because different guys in the band than the Dayton guys
0: I got some good friends in Cincinnati, Dustin. Excellent. Well maybe time. they've it's seen the dopamine's city. live. I'll tell you what man. Chili done right, brother. Cincinnati what you know, three-way chili with served on pasta.
1: Oh nice. Fucking good. Well this is business papers. Dopamine. Business Papers Cool Track. Uh, another good band that Josh was in. Josh, all kinds of good bands, man. The next band.
0: Starter Jackets. Dustin, do you remember Starter Jackets? They had the big pouch in the front. I yes. bet you fucking had one. I had one. You douchey rich boy. It was, uh, was fucking good, yeah. 49ers <laughs> Starter Jacket. 40- my dad was a 49ers oh, fan. Oh, yeah.
1: And then I had, that was the, like a coat, and then I had the Denver Broncos jacket for starter as well.
0: So I was on eBay one time, and I found. Uh, one of those 1994 starter jackets New York Rangers that was the year we won the cup and I was so close to pulling the trigger on a $300 credit card purchase oh and my size and my size I was going to wear the motherfucker I wasn't going to buy it just to put it in a fucking I was going to wear that son of a bitch okay good I didn't fucking pull the trigger on it. I fucking backed out. What a bitch. <laughs> you know, Dustin, you had me a Goodbye. Uh, this came out uh, this year. April, 5th. April. Off the album Decisions. You can find them on Twitter, at Starter Jackets. On Instagram, at Starter Jackets. And on Facebook, at Starter Jackets Band. They're from Springfield, USA.
1: Jackets. Now we're on to Rad Company. Last band we're going to play that Josh is in. This track's wow. 130. Rad Company doing bloodbath. This is off a split with the Raging Nathans. Imagine that. They're on Facebook, Rad Company. This split was released September 12, 2016. Bloodbath, Rad and, Company. And, and, d- Chris, we got three more tracks.
0: The Ex-Boyfriends with Hope 2. This is off the album Disease. Interesting.
1: Chris, I uh, I didn't put these in the right order, so we're going to go a little out of order here. This is it? actually Pretty Boy Thorson.
0: Okay. Oh, and Little Happiness? Yes.
1: And then I'll go in order after that. Again, this one got in the wrong spot, unfortunately, so we're just gonna go with it. But this is Pretty Boy Thorson and Little Happiness. You're gonna miss me. Off of, it's a single. You're gonna miss me at two tracks. This was released September 25th,
0: 2012. It's got kind of a uh, rockabilly sound right there, right? Yeah. And uh, that, that, that bop, you know, right? Uh,
1: this is one of the tracks that Josh recommended, or at least the bands, anyway. You know... And everything uh, by Pretty Boy Thorson's good.
0: We just recently went to a show and saw a local band that had this sound with one Too minis. Yes. Uh, I, I like that. I like that kind of... You know, that old... Like, what did they call them? So they had some funny way of saying it. Like, they were a 60s band that was fucking morphed into something else. Like a
1: doo-wop, something or another, right? right? yes.
0: Yeah, it's that doo-wop sound. I enjoy that. Uh... You know, makes me think of like Social D. Right. Definitely. Uh, it's got that bluesy guitar. Uh, makes me think of Elvis Cortez. Um, you know, it's a cool fucking sound, man. Check it out. There you go. You know, Dustin, you and I have been talking a lot lately about how we're, I think that we're becoming, as we do this more, we're refining our tastes, I guess, would be maybe one way to put it. Maybe maybe trying to find our most perfect niche in punk and, and, and punk music. I am leaning more and more towards psychability, rockability, that sound every day. Nice. That's cool. You know, cool. And, 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 and loving it so much so that that's punk influence with that i think it's just such a great sound and uh, pretty boy Thompson, a little happiness that's was, that was fantastic well pretty great boy fine. thorson
1: and little happiness great band josh is right another recommendation for us to play from josh is the ex-boyfriends the track i picked from the ex-boyfriends is hope Two off the album disease couldn't find any of the social medias. There's way too many dance groups and shit called the ex-boyfriends. Yeah, that's that's. So a, good luck finding it's it. It's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this album, Disease, came out October twentieth, twenty thirteen. Ex-Boyfriends Hope 2 was the track Off of Disease Chris We have one more track Let's Last
0: one We're gonna do the Broke Downs let still pretend It came out uh, 2015 February It's on the album B-Sides a Four-Way Split
1: Yeah It's The very first So we played The four-way split You picked Which was volume 2 This is yes, the first Four-Way Split From one, right. uh, Rad Girlfriend And very it's called cool. B-Sides Because all of the bands Had B-Names And I believe They were all From Chicago too
0: Wow that's That's interesting. They're on Twitter at The Broke Downs, on Instagram at The Broke Downs, and on Facebook at The Broke Downs. I sound like a total dick when I said that's interesting. Like Big Fight is also one of the bands. I was sounding smarmy, and I didn't mean to be. That is interesting. Sorry. I I thought I sounded like a smarmy dick right there. And since we do this in one take, because fuck doing it in two, I want to make sure I get that out there. Hey! Thanks a lot to everybody who listens. Uh, we uh, we had a couple people that we uh, sent out some music to, and uh, they, you know, we've been posting it and tagging it and all that stuff on the old instant media type stuff. And uh, hey, get, you know, we appreciate feedback from fans. Give us some feedback.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, we well, I have some shirts. I think we need to start giving away out some of the Let's shirts. let start giving away shirts. And I think we should start giving away this little. Uh, Magazine, easy—not easy, but what do they call cool. them? A zine, punk zine, it's a, zine yeah. Uh, yeah, a little it's zine cool. that, that uh, some Journal. local group is doing here. That's awesome. They, they've done two, and we'll have to start getting picking up some I'm, copies I'm of it, sending not out with the good, shirts, dude. spread this across I'm,
0: the world. I don't even know if we're gonna do that because, at the very least, this is fucking. I gotta take this into the bathroom.
1: <laughs> we're gonna get extra this copies is,
0: you know what i'm saying dude this is so fucking cool uh Dustin, that you found this and uh shout out to salt city journal man fucking very
1: cool slut city journal excuse me slut
0: city journal from and the
1: slut city punks
0: got it and uh yeah man shout out to everybody who follows us and, and uh, supports us we fucking appreciate the hell out of you and um you know looking forward to some shows here in the next couple of weeks maybe we get out some local shows we've got a lot of local stuff coming up in october doesn't it? i think so god dang i think that i'm gonna end up missing one though because of the funeral so i might miss one but i think october 10th is the next one that i know is a hard yes um and i think like the 12th or the 15th is not one
1: chris it's that time
0: hey play the fucking outro